Love Talk Radio. Louisiana. Um, 
Glenmore has a new rule in effect, and I'll, I just want to go over this real quick. Um, they are now mandatory in um, the HAS device. You must have a neck safety device, such as a neck pillow, a neck collar, Hans neck restraint system, C-Tech safety device. Um, they are getting really on the ball with this. So if you do not have that type of device, you can no longer race at the Thunder Valley Speedway. Um, I believe that every track in, in, in the area should go with this rule. Um, this is going to save lives, and, and that's what the main thing is about it. Um, also on top of that, we have um, um, the next race will be the Jackie Sacker set, uh, um, Memorial Race. It's going to be double points night. It's a one-night show there on Saturday, July the 9th at 7 p.m. So you want to make sure you all check that out there at the Thunder Valley um, Speedway right there in Glenmore, Louisiana. Baton Rouge has announced that they will be running tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is on a regular schedule uh, just as long as Mother Nature holds up, and we will have um, racing there at Baton Rouge on Friday night. Um, also, no racing at Hattiesburg Speedway this Friday night as they are closed for the 4th of July weekend. Also, uh, we go over to Pike County Speedway. Um, the Modifieds, the USRA Modifieds are running for $2,000 to win, and your Limited Mods are running for $1,000 to win. Um, should be a great show, great time. Uh, if you're in the area of Pike County Speedway, you definitely do not want to miss that. It is going to be one heck of a show this weekend coming up. Um, also, Jackson Motor Speedway, um, we go right up I-55 there from Pike County to Jackson. It's only about an hour drive, hour and 10-minute drive. Um, Jackson will be having the MSCCS Super Late Models coming this week as in and the Charlesburg 7-Eleven Street Stock Special. So uh, two big races there at Jackson Motor Speedway, and uh, that's going to be a good time there. If you're in that area, please go check out them over at Jackson Motor Speedway. We'll go up north a little bit more from Jackson there, and we'll head on up to Greenville, Mississippi, the Gumbo Oval there. Um, they are closed this weekend. Um, 4th of July weekend, July 2nd, they are closed. But they'll be back in action on July the 9th for the Tom Cam's Super Dirt Series running for 3000 a win along with the following weekly classes. Uh, that would be the Dirt Late Models, the Street Stocks, Factory Stocks, the Hot Shots, and the Young Guns. So their next race is July 9th. And we'll have Jay Dillon on in a little bit, and he will um, – um, tell us all about that part. Uh, and then we're going to go eastbound and down over on to the Why Not Motorsports Park. That's in Meridian, uh, Mississippi. It's in Why Not, Mississippi, actually. And it is the House of Hook. And they are starting to show you the entries for the Street Stock Nationals on their Facebook page. And it is getting and it is getting action-packed, ready to go for the Street Stock Nationals coming up. Um, July 9th will be their next race, I believe. Um, 
and that will be the open wheel modifies will have a thousand dollars to win uh, plus a 200 bonus from industrial dock and door um, they're going to have hard charging money they're going to have hard luck money they're going to have all kinds of stuff um, the modifieds uh, rocking and rolling on july the 9th over at why not motorsports park uh, should be a good night of racing there um, you never want to miss it out miss out of going over to the house of hook all right we're going to head south a little bit outlaw speedway is um also closed this weekend uh, outlaws next big race will be july the 16th uh, it is going to be a 2000 to win street stock shootout race and the has sprint series in the house there the hurricane area super sprints um, one of the premier sprint car series in the South is going to be rocking and rolling there at Outlaw Speedway on July 16th. All right, we're going to head on over to Alabama, and we're going to give you a little update of what's going on down there. Deep South has a huge race this weekend. Their practice was rained out tonight, but um, Friday and Saturday they have the um, the big race there, the 51 race. Uh, Jared will be on later on. We'll, he'll tell you all about that. We're going to have fireworks, modified $3,000 to win, um, 604s, late models, 1500 to win, street stocks, 1500 to win, factory stocks, 1000 to win, pure stocks, 1000 to win. Huge race over in Loxley, Alabama at Deep South. Um, you definitely want to check that out. We keep on heading a little bit farther east, um, uh, Tri-County Speedway. Um, Tri-County is in Flomathan, um, Alabama. I'm going to say Louisiana, but Alabama. Um, their next race, they're off on a second, and their next big race will be on July 16th. That's 600 to win 602, 500 to win pure stock, plus your regular classes um, there at Tri-County Speedway. We're going to head a little bit more to the to the east here. We, we're working our way over to Dothan Motorsports Motor Speedway. Um, Dothan ran last week, so I don't believe they're running this week, and um, they are not. But um, y'all go check that place out. They're really all rocking and rolling there at Dothan, and um, it's, it's a good place to go catch um, some good racing. Um, so let's head on over to Florida real quick. Northwest Florida Speedway. Um, their schedule is looking like they are off this weekend, but next weekend, July the 9th, they have a fireworks show and all their regular classes running. So their next race is July the 9th at North Florida Speedway. Uh, should be a good time there. So y'all check them out over in Baker, um, Florida. And finally, we're looking at Southern Raceway. Southern Raceway is in Milton, Florida. Um, they have a huge race coming up, and I don't know why I can't get it to come up, but um, Southern, um, I had wanted to talk about it a little bit, but they have a big race coming up. They are off July 9th, but they have the, they got a, a show on July 9th as well. Racing starts at 7, fireworks show, all that good stuff, and um, Southern Raceway in Milton, Florida, their next race will be um, on the 9th, July 9th, right there in Milton, Florida. Well, now we're going to head down south to Florida, way down south of Florida, and uh, we have a special guest on the line. Um, 
this track, I've been looking at it for a couple of months now. I've been it's kind of on my bucket list tracks, one of those bucket list tracks. I I timed it out over twelve hours from my house, so it's gonna have to be a it's gonna have to be a long ride to get down there. But we got Ken Kenny on the line here tonight. Um his place is 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 just something special. You know, the racers around here in, in this part of the country, they complain about the tracks having too much sand on it. This place is the fastest sand pit in the south. How are you doing, Mr. Ken? I'm doing good, buddy. I appreciate you having me on tonight. Oh, not a problem. Um, so this this is the sand pit of the south. Um, I've seen the little advertisement. It is the fastest sand pit in the south. Um, tell us about the track surface, first of all. Um, you know, I got to tell you how that came about. You know, Tim Gay comes out there for the Street Sock Nationals at the House of Hook out of Tampa. And uh, you know how racers do once in a while, you'll get bickering with the motor. Well, um, we had a tire issue uh, where Tampa, you know, East Bay was letting them groove the tires inside this year. And uh, we weren't having a tire problem getting tires. So we, you know, we weren't going to allow them to do it. And we had a big race coming up. And, um, you know, I had told Tim that whatever Tampa did, we'd probably follow. And uh, at that particular time, uh, one of his crew guys got aggravated with me, and he said, oh, man, ain't nothing but a sand pit. So I picked up on it, you know, and uh, said, well, we're going to be the fastest sand pit in the south. And then we sold about 40, 50 shirts right off the bat that said the fastest sand pit in the south. And everything, you know, how it goes with racers, promoters, again, we everything – you know, Tim came down, won the race. Everything was all love, and uh, you know, his guy asked me if he could have royalties on the shirts. So that's how the fastest sand pit in the South came about. And uh, you know, but <laughs> that's how it came. And and but the surface is actually river dredge out of the Caloosahatchee River. Um, when they dredged the river years ago, they stacked it in certain areas here, and uh, pit. And I went there. Uh, probably 10 years ago, and I went in there. I didn't realize they were mixing it, and I'm like, man, there's really good clay here, and then there's sand. There's good clay, there's sand, and uh, we kind of passed on it, and uh, when we had to resurface the track years later, I went and talked to the guy, and he said, man, Ken, we've been mixing that stuff and using it as a house pad, so when they dug the clay, you know, when we got down into it, it was pretty, really pretty pure clay, and, um, you know, so it's it's river dredge, Um you know, and then it's got, you know, it does have some sand mixed in it. But it, you know, for the most part, it's a river dredge clay. Yeah, I looked at it on Google Maps and um, up up from the top, and it's white. It's white as a ghost um, from the Google Map picture. So um, I thought that was pretty interesting. Once I seen that, I was like, oh, that's going to go on a bucket list. Um, definitely want to come <laughs> check out the track there um, eventually here. Um, this one, uh, It's going to be this year probably. I'm going to try to make it down. Um, so this weekend, huge race. You got 2,000 to win late models. You got 3,000 to win top gun sprints. $1,500 to win V8 Warriors. You got the non wing mini sprints in the house. $500 gladiators. And you got the 4.6 Fords. Um, tell us about those those sprint cars. What kind of sprint cars y'all run? Are those 305s or 360? Yeah, um, it's a limited uh, sprint. It's bigger than a 305. Uh, but not quite an open 360. They got kind of a unique motor package rule that, you know, the Reams came up with, you know, Ann Ream that runs it and Don who passed away. 
um, you know, it's a limited 360 is what they call it. And, um, you know, Danny Smith came down last year for this race, and uh, he brought a 305. And, you know, Danny's a car racer. And he, uh, up on the top, he couldn't run with him, but down on the bottom, he could run right with him. So it's it's a little more than a 305, not quite a 360. And, uh, you know, but like I said, on our surface on a small track, Danny came down, and I think Danny ran second or third. And he just stayed down on the bottom, just kept working his way forward on the bottom, and uh, everybody else was up on the top. So, but it, you know, they they put on a great show though. I mean, Danny Martin that runs with USCS quite a bit. You know, Danny's one of the better drivers. Brandon Grubaugh. I mean, pretty much anybody that's from in Florida that's anybody, you know, are at those series races for Top Gun. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, so your late model class, um, y'all run, uh, it's a 604 or a 602 late? Um, honestly, there's, again, at our track, very unique. It's a mix between a 604, 602, and they've also got a limited built motor. And you'll see a 604 win one week. You'll see a 602 win one week. You'll see a built motor win, win now and then. It's, uh, uh, Tampa used these rules years ago, you know, East Bay. And uh, on a smaller track like ours, it works good. I mean, pretty much if a guy's got some older stuff, he can run a built motor and, you know, it uh, and still, you know, be competitive. And the the crates, like I said, uh, there's an old boy out of Okeechobee, um, Robert Vaughn. He won, I think, three weeks in a row with a 602 last year. So it's it's kind of unique. I mean, you, you go to Volusia or somewhere – you would never see a 602 keep up with a 604. And, uh, but at our place, you know, either one, you know, if you got it set up right, it'll work. All right. So they got a little claim to fame too. Um, it is the southernmost raceway in the USA. Um, it, it is, um, from my house to, to your, your front door, your track is 11 hours and 24 minutes. Um, it, it's a pretty good haul. Um, tell us about the track itself. Um, what's your what's your length of the track? And it's kind of shaped um, kind of weird coming into um, three and four there. Um, is that a dog leg in there or? It's it is it it's a little tight there coming out of four. You can get instead of a Darlington stripe, you can get a Henry County stripe coming out of four if you're not careful. <laughs> I've seen many of them knock the spoiler off. And uh, but you know honestly that it's kind of a mixed review down in that corner because we. The the guy that takes care of the track, that's just an awesome guy, John Wilson, John wants to take that out. He wants me to move the wall and reconfigure that corner to be identical to the other end. And, I mean, if you look at it from Google, like you said, and I'm sure that's where you're looking at it, it, um, it does have that weird shape down there, and it prohibits you from staying wound up all the way through three and four because if you don't slow down, you'll knock the four-turn wall down. Um and then I've got other drivers that say, hey, man, it adds character. You know, they want to leave it alone. But um, down in three, one and two, you can be wide open all the way through. Three and four, you've got to lift, um, you know, because of that configuration. And I'm not really sure why or how that how they did that to begin with. But um, if John has his way, we're going to take that little, little dog leg out of there. I, I like the look of the track. Um, you know, one, two, and three look normal. But when you see that fourth – turn there you can definitely tell you tell that it's um definitely unique there um coming out of 
uh, three going into four, you can see where it starts, and it just winds up real tight to the high side, and then it's real on the low side. It's kind of tighter down there. So um, on the track, the facilities look great um, from the sky. Um, this track is, is located way down there. Um, tell us about um, the town that it sits in. Um, you know, I think they call it, uh, Craig would know even better than me, but I think they call it the sweetest town in America. You know, there's, it's sugar mill country, you know, U.S. sugar, you know, and Everglades sugar, the different sugar mills are all in that area. They grow sugar cane all around there. And, uh, I'm from LaBelle. I'm a little, uh, west of there, about 30 miles west of Clueston. And, and we used to go over there and I'd say, man, it smells. And the people from Clueston say, Hey, it smells like money. That's what they tell me yeah. every time that cane was burning. That's right. You know, so it, uh, you know, but yeah, it's a sugar cane town. Um, to be honest, the racetrack is nestled right between two canals, and um, we've had a little bit of issue, uh, you know, with the canals if they hold them too high, flooding the uh, part of the facility, and we, um, you know, we're working on that heavily, you know, to, to stop that, but. I mean, if a, if an old boy was coming from up north and he came there and looked in the canals, you might see a gator. You might see, you know, several gators on both sides. You know, uh, there's a canal on the south side and the north side of the track. And, um, you know, the place, honestly, a lot of people don't know it, but it was there back in the 70s. That track's been there. It was in a little smaller configuration. I used to go out there as a as a kid, you know, 9, 10, 11 years old, and, uh, you know, my dad would run the water truck, help him with the equipment, do whatever whatever it took to keep it going, and uh, as a volunteer even, you know. And, um, you know, they put on some good shows even back then. And, you know, the track's a little bigger now. It's it's a big quarter mile. You know, it's a, you know, it's a, uh, that's what I would call it is a big quarter. They used to advertise as three-eighths, but it's it's more of a big quarter mile to me. So all those fields that are around the track, that's all sugarcane, correct? Yes, sir. There was a grove, like an orange grove, but, you know, orange groves are dying out in Florida. There was a big grove south of there, and, and now they're getting ready to plant cane. So there's a lot of sugarcane, and then just north of there, that's like a ranch. There's a, We actually, believe it or not, dug clay there as well the first time we surfaced it, and there was a – the guys that were mining that told me, hey, man, there's a layer of clay, and it was gray, but there was so much rock above it that it took me probably six months to get the rocks out of it, you know, once we laid, laid it or more. And, um, you know, so you got a ranch one direction, got uh, cane fields all around there. Yes, yeah, it's a real agricultural area, which, see, I, I fooled myself a little bit. I um, I raced. I raced pavement, so a lot of people knew me from racing. Um, I played baseball in college. I, I coached baseball, basketball, football, soccer, you name it. If it was a game, I, I tried to play it or coach it. And uh, so I, I had a good following of people. So I thought, man, this track's perfect because it's dead in the middle of the state, and we can draw a big crowd out of West Palm Beach, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, that direction – or go the other direction, draw from Fort Myers, Cape Coral, Naples. And, um, but that's been actually been our challenge. I think if it was nestled on an interstate, the place would be packed every Saturday night for the excitement that's there. But on a regular Saturday night when it's not a big event, 
you know, we struggle a little bit with uh, with the crowd from time to time in the grandstands. And, you know, I've tried to got Craig, um, you know, Jason Beckner, a, a kind of a group of guys trying to help me. And we're coming up with every type of uh, thing to try to draw a bigger crowd. You know, we, we, we draw sometimes 80, 90, 100 cars on a regular Saturday night. Uh, you know, our car count has been, you know, impressive this year. But our grandstand, um, it just depends what we're running, you know. So we've got to find some way to develop, you know, a little more grandstand appeal, you know. Correct. How far are you from um, the uh, Fort Myers area of, of Boca Raton? You know, how far is that from the track? It looks Fort like Myers it's on the map, but I'm sure it's about an hour. It is. It's an hour. Fort Myers is an hour. And I'm a West Coast boy, so, you know, I live over that direction. So being a West Coast boy, I always try to, uh, you know, draw from Fort Myers. But to be honest, if you go in the parking lot, um, there's a a ton of cars from Palm Beach and Dade County. You know, probably a lot of the Hialeah contingency or the Palm Beach County fairgrounds when they were racing years ago, you know, there's a lot of East Coast there, and I think I'm probably going to have to uh, put more of an effort to uh, get the track out there on the East Coast, which is probably more like an hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half away. You know, but there's millions of people over that direction as well. Correct. Yeah, that's a big area, um, um, you know, on both sides, really, you know, from, from Miami to West Palm Beach, uh, just a huge amount of people that live in that one little area there. Um, you know, it's kind of crazy because, you know, you say that with the crowd and, you know, we have, we had a track here that closed down now, but, um, you, you, you can go to the town right next door, Fidel, which is five minutes from the track. And you could ask nine out of 10 people and nine out of 10 is going to tell you they didn't even know there was a track out there. Uh, it's, it's kind of crazy how that works. And, and especially in this time of day with, um, technology and Facebook and, and, all your different social medias. It's kind of crazy how people don't even know it's there. I guarantee you that people in the town over probably don't even know it's there. That's that's how crazy it is um, in a lot of areas to a lot of tracks. I mean, that's I, to me, that blows my right. mind if you're in a town next to it and, and you don't even know the track is there. I think this is a national problem. I don't think it's a local deal. Um, you know, once in a while, I'll throw a post out there, you know, to get – tons and tons of, you know, I'll put a subject out there knowing it's going to be a little controversial or, you know, testy or, you know, and I put something out there for Bowman Gray. And I said, you know, what is it about Bowman Gray that draws so many people and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we kind of communicated, but a lot of the fans, racers, drivers, they came up with a lot of good ideas. Um, And you're right. There was people on there that even talked about East Bay Raceway Park. When I think of Florida, and I don't know about you, but when I think of Florida, I think of the Winter Nationals. And, it, you know, if you're not talking about NASCAR, you're talking about small tracks. I think of Volusia Speedway Park. And then I think of, of course, East Bay Raceway Park. And that's the two tracks. You know, now you got all tech rocking and rolling that's doing a great job up north. But predominantly over the last 30, 40 years, you think of East Bay and Volusia, I believe, correct? Correct, yeah. Uh, that and, uh, yeah. of course, Fox Flags, you know, a lot of people, you know, that's the it's a different type of track as an asphalt track, but around here, and a lot of people talk about um, five flags as well. Sure. Sure. On pavement. I agree. Absolutely. But we, um, but moral of the story there, 
there was people from from Tampa that said they didn't know East Bay Raceway Park was there after they had 40 years of Winter Nationals. So um, wow. I I think maybe there's some generational gaps to where maybe we're the last generation of people that really were motorheads or big into racing, and then, you know, technology came. And I, I think we got to try to, you know, really appeal to the young people somehow and, you know, and, and try to draw them. And I, I believe with Craig's help and a lot of the other guys that I've gotten with lately, I think maybe we can make that happen. You know, again, we haven't been dire. We, we, we have Tony Stewart down at our track. That was a bucket list thing for me to get him to come here. And he came and raced the sprint car and we packed the place. He was 3,500 people. You couldn't even walk. I mean, it was, it was packed. And we've done that with Kenny Schrader. Um, we did it when uh, the USCS sprints were here with, uh, we, we talked a little bit about Danny Smith, but we had Mark Smith come down from Pennsylvania and the Pennsylvania Posse. So we've had some really packed nights when you got big names there. But I think, like you said, I think there's got to be more awareness uh, at all the little towns around you. And uh, I think, again, we've been beating it pretty hard now, but I think it's going to take more than just the promoter. I think it's going to take, Craig, I, I think it's going to take being on all these programs and, you know, we came out, I'm telling you, we came out with some really awesome ideas. Um, I used to get so frustrated. I'd spend four hours on the road putting out flyers. I mean, literally, I'd, I'd get off my job running a $16 million a year gross business and put flyers out all night. And then people would say they don't know where the track is, and that was frustrating. And the issue was in Florida, with it being so geographically large like it is, there's no way – to get everywhere to put out those flyers and spin them every single week when you change them. So we came out with an idea. Now we made one universal flyer that is pretty cool. You know, it's got the red and yellow like McDonald's and it's got the Facebook site, the website that, you know, everything that we way to get a hold of us, phone number, address, everything. And they were talking about the schedule. And I said, look, man, if they don't know how to look it up with all these different social medias, phone number, address, every way in the world to reach us, they're not coming anyway. So, the, But yeah. the cool part is this universal flyer can go back with the drivers anywhere in the area, and it's the same flyer every single solitary week. And it's got a late model on it, sprint cars, stock cars. And um, I think what it does, it cuts the cost down. It allows you to have thousands and thousands of the same flyer that, that can be put out by anybody and it does, you know, it doesn't change as the schedule changes, and that, you know, because they they all talked about the flyer, and I said, well, that's probably one way that'll work. Um, we came out with a family pack idea, you know, twenty five bucks for people, um, and you know, that was really catering to the people that were local here. I put it on my Facebook everywhere that maybe they are having little financial problems, maybe they can't get out and spend eighty, a hundred bucks to go to the races every Saturday night. And I don't want it to be a financial reason why people can't go enjoy themselves. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, we're trying every idea you can possibly think of to uh, try to draw the local people. And I, I think we, we're gaining a little bit of traction now. Yeah, correct. So um, this weekend, big weekend, uh, I want you to talk about that for a couple of minutes, and then we're, we're going to be out of time. But um, tell us about this big race coming up this weekend. I mean, it's going to be a pretty big deal. Got live music, got uh, DJ in the house. You got a comedian coming in. Uh, lots of good things going on. Tell us about that real quick. Um, real fast. The uh, you know the sprint cars three grand to win. 
that's their biggest race of the year for their little series. Um, you know, that should be awesome. Uh, you talked about the different classes. We got the Inex Legends coming in. The Legends have never raced here. We've ran the Mod, Mod Life series, but never the Legends. They're running a double feature. Um, I think, uh, you know, the Miseracas are going to be here, Miss Miseraca, and, you know, who runs ARCA and, di- and different things. I think she's going to be in, in the house, you know, signing some autographs and running, you know, running her Legend car. Um, we've got big slides for the kids, like for all day long for – fourth of july type stuff we're gonna have fireworks um the late model race i know doug horton's coming down from east bay um i've heard of uh you know mike coffee's coming from volusia we should have you know an excellent you know late model field and should be a great weekend of racing and entertainment hey nothing wrong with that it looks like it's going to be a good time this weekend uh if i can get out the house i might head down there it is a long drive for me but um, I definitely want to come check you all out one weekend, and uh, we'll definitely keep you in mind um, and keep promoting um, the track down there for sure. Uh, we're going to let everybody know about Hendry County Motorsports Park right there. And I appreciate that, man. If you head down here, let me know, and we'll hook you up with some hotel rooms and go from there, man. All right. That sounds good. I appreciate that. And um, y'all have a good weekend this weekend, and, and hopefully that weather stays stays beautiful down there. All right, man. Thanks for having me on. Take care, guys. All right. Talk Not to you soon, problem. Craig. All right, guys. All right. That is um, uh, just awesome, awesome little track. I've been looking at it. It's been on my on my my radar here for some time now. And um, you know, that is Ken Kenny. Uh, he is the promoter and the owner of of the track down there. Um, pretty awesome place. And if y'all ever get a chance to get down there. Um, get down there and show some love, show some support for that track. All right, we're going to move right along here in the show. We got um, our next guest in the house. We got Terry Sanders in the house, in the building. Jackson, Motor Speedway. What is going on, Terry? Oh, man, not a whole lot. Getting done for the day because we call it a night. Yeah, I feel you on that. Tell us what's going on over in your neck of the woods. Man, we have got an exciting, exciting, exciting weekend coming up. We've got the MSCCS Super Late Models coming to town this Saturday. 3000 to win for them. Uh, we've got the Street Stock Race in memory of uh, Mr. Charles Berg, the 7-Eleven. It's going to be $711 to win. And then the 604 Crate, the 602 Sportsman, the Factory Stocks, and Hot Shots. And we're looking good uh, for this weekend. I've got a lot of people calling me, asking me questions, this, that, and the other. Man, it's going to be exciting. Uh, we are doing a kids' drawing for. Uh, we're going to have a. Uh, my mind went blank. We're going to have a judge for the uh, kids uh, under 12 that draws a picture of the 7 Eleven car. Uh, Best pitcher will win fifty dollars from James Bradshaw and a Seven Eleven hat. And then, uh, man, we've got all kinds of money added to the street stocks this weekend. We've got Brady's Heating and Cooling put up the seven hundred eleven dollars to win. We've got Elite Fiberglass putting up a hundred dollars on the car leading on lap seven and a car leading on lap eleven. And then we've got two hundred dollars from Hunter Mays that we're gonna put somewhere. Uh, and then uh, we've also got $200 from Nicholas Meek on the ha- longest haul. 
a hundred dollars on uh, from Runyon Automotive that we're gonna do on a pill draw. A hundred dollars for a pole starter. Hundred dollars for the seventh place finisher. A hundred dollars for the eleventh place finisher, and a two hundred fifty dollar hard charger award. All for the uh, street stocks. Plus, uh, I've got another sponsor that came up, and for every for five cars, and I've got my list of five now that's already committed to coming. Um, we're gonna put Seven Eleven stickers on the, on their roof of their car in memory of Mr. Charles Berg, and they also get two hundred dollars a piece. And then uh, we've upped the uh, pay just a little bit on the uh, street stocks. Of course, it's Seven Eleven to win. Uh, Link Construction and and Hunter Mays is. Uh, Put some money together, and second place is going to be five seventy-one to win, and then third place is going to be three seventy-one to win. So, absolutely exciting on uh, our street stocks, and then we've also got some money put up and added to the factory stocks that I have not got all the details worked out on yet, but I do know there's a hundred and fifty-dollar hard charger award out from. Uh, Outlaw Ranch and Dirt Floor Racing. And then we've also got Brown Performance that has added some money to that. I just don't have all the details on that just yet. So an exciting, exciting weekend for Jackson Motor Speedway. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a huge, huge weekend. Um, uh, I'm really looking forward to um, seeing about who's going to win that Charles Bird 7-Eleven race. I just got a sneaky suspicion that that 7-Eleven is going to be there at the end, and uh, it's going to have um, some extra wings on it, if you know what I mean. And um, Charles Berg is right. definitely going to be in the house. Uh, he'll definitely be there um, this weekend to see his race. I guarantee you that. And uh, it is going to be action-packed, nonstop, all night long, Saturday night. Yes, I've I've gotten a lot of phone calls from people. uh Asking, you know, everything's looking good. Everything's go, uh, everything's gonna be going, and uh, they're getting their cars ready. And I've got a lot of phone calls saying they're coming this weekend. Yeah, definitely. And then, um, what about the um, the super late models? Um, y'all got them in the house as well. Um, they're gonna bring on a show as well. So I mean, it's gonna be an action-packed night. Um. Plus all the regular classes, you got the hot shot shootout coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, it, it, it's just going to get exciting there at Jackson. Right, and two weeks, uh, not let's see, two weeks from this weekend, we'll have the hot shot shootout, and I'm already starting to work on it, looking for sponsors for it, and uh, we're getting it ready to get going, and I'm going to start promoting it real hot and heavy this weekend. Uh, for that race. Yeah, that's going to be a big one too. And uh, are y'all going to do um, this weekend uh, coming up, are y'all going to have the um, the Capital City Sprints? No, we are not. We're, the Capital City Sprints are going to be off this weekend uh, with the MSTCS Supers in the house and everything else going on this weekend. Uh they have uh, elected to take this weekend off, kind of work on their cars a little bit. I do know that they have called uh, one of the guys. He's got his car put back together. He wants to come out and 
maybe possibly do a few hot laps during intermission or something or another and do uh do a few laps after the race. So there may be one or two in the house, but as far as racing them, they have elected to take this weekend off. Sweet. I was wondering about them guys. I didn't see anything about them, so I just wanted to ask. Um, but this weekend should be rocking and rolling at Jackson, and um, uh, I know you, you want to give a shout-out to some of the sponsors there. You can do that. Yeah. Uh, Rogers Dads is our big sponsor. They, they've they helped us get the scoreboard and helped us do a lot around the racetrack. Uh, Rogers Dads, uh, they have hit me up. Uh, they have told me uh, we've got some things in the work for next year. Right As of now, they've called me today, and we've got things in the work for next year. Uh, I'll release the details on them uh, sometime during the off season for next year, unless they go ahead and let's do, give me the go ahead to do it this year. And then uh, they've also uh, came on board. And if uh, anybody needs some motors, they've they have st- uh, in stock at Rogers Dabs a 602 and a 604 motor. And I will get that information posted up this weekend as well um, and tag them in it. There's one certain guy you're supposed to uh, – and uh, they said they was going to set some 604 and some 602 crate motors off to the side and them go to our guys or, you know, the racing community before they sell them to anybody else. Definitely. That sounds good. Uh, that's a good deal all the way around as well. Um, so this weekend, big weekend, y'all get out to the track. Uh, don't forget the bridge is still closed. It looks like that bridge is going to be closed forever. Uh, that's unfortunate. That bridge really needs to be fixed. And um, always good food at Jackson. Um, you got to try the burgers if y'all come on out. Uh, the burgers are the best. Uh, people want to argue and say that the sausage dogs, the sausage is better than the burgers, but you know what? Good food all the way around. Well, Artie, I got I got some more information on that now. Uh, I was with Amanda today. We was out there at the track cutting grass today. And uh, the food vendor called her, and I reminded her, she's going to try cheese sticks uh, this go around. So we'll have cheese sticks and marinara sauce as well. And the smoker will be fired up and smoking pork, uh, pulled pork again this weekend which i mean we've had it we have it every weekend it's just that we you know we don't we don't have to smoke it every weekend but this weekend the uh, smoker be fired up be some hot fresh pulled pork sandwiches and nachos and stuff like that so we're, we're getting we're stepping out of our comfort zone a little bit and doing some different food options in the concession stand definitely and and you know a lot, a lot of people don't even know this i didn't know this but Jackson has a whole lot of ice cream ahead that you could buy. Uh, ice cream on a hot day is going to be awesome. That's right. As soon as you, uh, and it's on the spec, it's on the spectator side. But if any of the racers want ice cream or anything, that ain't no that that's no problem. We can get them an ice cream. But yes, it's it's uh, the deep freeze is on the spectator side. You just open the deep freeze, grab what ice cream you want, take it to the restaurant. and. The girls in there will get you checked out and start eating your ice cream. It's good. I had one today. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. Oh, I'm 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 just uh, excited uh, for this big weekend coming up. I don't know if I'm gonna make it or not. Um, I got all kinds of things going on at home at the homebound, but um, we wish y'all the best of luck. And if I come up, I'll definitely text you Saturday and let you know 
Um, but uh, good luck this weekend, Terry, and um, y'all y'all hold it down. And 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 I want to I want to hear the results and everything um, at, on the next show. So uh, we'll definitely get that word out on all that. So uh, thank you so much for the call. And um, anything else you want to say? That's about it, man. I just I want to appreciate all of our sponsors. I appreciate what you do for us and all the trucks around Mississippi and the surrounding uh, states. And uh, man, we just we're looking forward to it, and we're ready to kick this weekend off. Awesome. Well, that's good talking to you as always, Terry. And uh, we will see you soon. Uh, Jackson Motor Speedway is the place to be this weekend, y'all. Uh, y'all go and check out Terry and the, and the crew there, and they'll get you right. Right there in Byram, Mississippi. Thanks again. All right, y'all, we are moving right along here. We got Sarah Fletcher on the line. Sarah, tell us about that big race that y'all had last weekend. I know I read the Facebook status. It didn't go quite as as well as y'all planned it, but y'all are still new at it. Y'all are still rocking and rolling there. Tell us about the race last week. Well, the race actually turned out well. We had a few hiccups um, that we, of course, didn't anticipate. But um, our transponder system that I spent, me and Austin and Jared and Erica spent many, many hours trying to put that thing in. And um, state line, statewide plumbing came and trenched our line for that loop. And we, it worked through hot laps, and every every car, car registered on my loop. And then we went to run our first qualifying race, and nothing. We got nothing from our loop, and so we had to make a very abrupt change to go back and pill draw everybody, and heat race. But all in all, we had, I mean, we had a good turnout. We had 25 carts that started that big race and Brandon Brooks ended up winning that that thousand and I was I was very proud of him. He he ran five races at or five classes at our track and won four of those five. So he's um he likes our track. But he did really well so I was proud of him. But we but yeah, we ended up heat racing everybody and it turned out we by the time we got everybody on the track it was eight o'clock and I think we ran twelve classes heat race and features and we were out of there done by twelve thirty. So we we moved and trucked and, and we had a good show. It was just I think more or less the um our crew kind of felt a little bit defeated because of the hiccups we had. But I, the racers I wanna say had a pretty good time. The um the dirt didn't want to cooperate with us because of all the heat. But um Raymond watered that thing. Um for hours, I mean, we dumped, I don't know how many gallons on that track, but it, it ended up doing well. Um, so our plan is going forward. In fact, Dawn texted me earlier, and we were trying to figure out when our next race was going to be. Um, August 6th, I believe, is going to be our anticipated um, next race for there. But we're going to do some dirt work, Raymond and um, Michael and I. We, we really kind of looked at that dirt and decided we got with um Curtis Polchek and a couple other people about how to to really work that that ground and we've kind of come up with a plan on it and so we're going to have some free practices for everybody to kind of come out and see what it and see how it works and see if there's something that we need to change 
and um, and go from there. And then make sure that loop is working. So that's our plan going forward. And then we're going to do all that before the August 6th race and then hit the ground running there. But, I mean, we've got the experience. Yeah, Sorry. I mean, no, I said I know y'all put that loop down, and um, you said it was working fine. Um, is there any kind of, like, explanation about uh, what might have happened to it? Like, have y'all looked into it and, and tried to figure it out? Well, I ran – you don't know this probably, but I'm a computer nerd. Um, but <laughs> I ran a – I ran the copper all the way from the loop to the – scoring tower and I should have ran the copper to the um to the tower and then ran coax up but so that's what I, I what did it but that's my suspicion and then I need the ballon away from a little further away from the computer rather than right up on it and so I don't know how much sense that makes to everybody else it probably only makes sense to me but um, I want to say that was most likely the the problem. It was more of a just a I don't an error. But what I can't figure out is why it worked for hot laps, and as soon as I put it in qualifying view, it wouldn't work. And all of the people that know more about the system than I do couldn't figure it out either. So it's just going to be. I'm not going to take it completely out, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try running the copper to the tower and then coax up and see how that goes. Correct, correct. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I know y'all y'all spent a lot of time on that, getting that together and getting it going and for it not to work. You know, I know it's I know the same thing with Terry with the scoreboard. You know, the first few weeks, um, the scoreboard was having problems getting it going um, with a connection problem. You know, it's it's hard when you when you bring something like that and all of a sudden it doesn't work. And, it's, and I know for you it feels like it was a failure, but at the end of the day, uh, I believe everything that I've seen was positive about the track, and uh, I didn't see anything too crazy or too negative uh, about the race from last week. So um, all in all, it looked like y'all had a good night, good night of racing, and, and that's all you can really ask for, you know? Yeah, it, it like I said, it turned out really, really well. I mean, other than that, you know, when you're looking at electronics, it's really kind of 50-50 if it's going to go for you or not. But, um, but we'll – We'll get that kink worked out, and then once we get the dirt configured a little better, then that'll that'll work. We always want to start a little earlier. Well, when it's 110 degrees outside, you can't because as <laughs> soon as as soon as that water hits, it's gone. So, but we had dumped water on it and for a few days prior to, and sit and but it's it's going. It'll get there. It's just that little track sat dormant for 10 years. And it's just going to take some, you know, some trial and error to get it where it needs to be. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it'll get there. Uh, you know, it sat dormant for a long time, and now it's it's becoming a race track again. So, um, I, I just think it's a matter of time before y'all get over that hump. You know, every every beginning has a little hump, but once you get over that, I believe this is going to be the premier kart racing facility in the south. Uh, I do appreciate everything y'all do uh, as far as coming on the show every week and talking about the track, talking about the events, talking about what happened, what's going to happen. Um, and that's what it's all about. It's all about you and that track. And uh, I'm excited to um, to see it open, and I'm excited to um, 
um, see it prosper. Um, and I know it's going to take a little bit. It's going to have a few hiccups here and there. But at the end of the day, um, y'all going to get it together and y'all going to get it done. And it's going to be an awesome little place. Yeah, it's it's a it is a good track, and it's got it's got the parking, you know, to where we can get several people in there. Um, it's got it, it's it's a great setup. It's a great location, and it's the tracks got those long straightaways. It's fast. Um, they like it. It's just we we just gotta get the kinks out. But I mean, like you said, every every new. Um, Endeavor's got, you know, we've got to work through it. But I, I think it went, I, I'm going to be honest with you, looking back, it went really well. Um, I would have never thought that we could have pulled it off as quickly as we did with that, the hiccups that we had. But, um, you know, our tech man ended up having to leave mid-show. We had another one there within an hour and a half. Um, I mean, we, we really had a good team that pulled together and, and, um, and worked through the night. So I was real proud of them, and they, uh, Dawn McClendon, James McClendon, I, we can, you know, Raymond and Amanda, there's, and Terry, of course, there's no way we could have done it without them. But um, Dawn's my right hand when it comes to promoting that thing. And um, and she she really she really works hard for it. Definitely. So you'll have to meet her next time you're there. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'm, I, I, I've been wanting to get out. I just got a lot of stuff going on at home, and um, it's just been crazy. Um, but oh, uh, we get we getting better and better each and every week. So hopefully we can, I can, I can venture out. I'm gonna try to make it up there um, Saturday, but I, I can't make no guarantees yet. I'm still dealing with a couple of things. So, but um, uh, you wanna go go ahead and give a shout out to all your sponsors and um, tell us about the next race that's coming up. Absolutely. You know, our title sponsor for the track is the um, Gal Lubricant, and then we've got KB Motorsports. Couldn't do it without them. Uh, Big Owl Lubricant was there this past weekend. They had some products. They're out of Louisiana. Um, they do a great job. And then, uh, like I said, KB Motorsports and then Coleman and Parrish Law Firm, you know, PSP out of Richmond, um, Matt Deere and them. They're great. And then, um, you know, Infinity Healthcare Services, if anybody's looking for staff and agency or going to work for them, uh, they're good friends of mine because, um, you know, we, I'm a nurse and we work well with them, but um, Infinity Healthcare does, does help us too. So y'all, uh, y'all give them a shout and check them out on Facebook. All of them are on Facebook so um, and all their products and everything they have to offer. But, um, but we do, we appreciate them very much. And the next race, like I said, we're, our scheduled next race is going to be August 6th. Um, we hope to have some details out about that. Like I said, I got to get with Raymond and make sure every, our, all that crew is going to be available to, to work and, and get the track ready But um, and that we can get some stuff done before that time comes to make sure the dirt's good. But um, that's our anticipated next race. It's going to be August 6th. And we'll have some added money to A-Class. It won't be clone, I mean, Predator Heavy. It'll be something else. Um, but I'm not sure which one it's going to be yet. Sweet, sweet. Well, that sounds good. And um, um Good luck for the remainder of the season, and uh, we'll definitely talk with you soon. Um, anything else you want to? Uh, y'all just come race with us this weekend at Jackson. We'll um, definitely. It'll be a big and one. Man, and I'll see y'all there. It will be a big one. I'll see everybody in the station, but Man will see everybody up around the concession stand. And then um, she she helps with the fans, and I help with the with the drivers. So we 
we're a good team with it. Definitely. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank, thank you so much, and we'll see you soon. All right. Good talking to you already. Thank you. All right. You too. That is Sarah Fletcher, right. y'all, over at Jackson Motorcart. Um, they had a big race there last weekend, as she said, $1,000 to win, and um, it was it wound up being a pretty decent night. Um, you know, every track has them hiccups at the beginning, and um, they'll get through this, these hiccups, and they'll be the premier spot uh, for kart racing in the south. All right, we're going to have Jarrett Hudson on the line, our South Alabama report um, coming in right now, coming in hot, Jarrett Hudson. We'll give him a minute to get on and get it called in, and we'll get him on, and we'll talk a little bit about South Alabama, uh, <clears throat> Tri-County, and Deep South. What is up, Jarrett? What is going on, my boy? What is going on, my redneck brother? Okay, so this has been a great show, and I like doing I love calling in and doing these podcasts. I like doing it. But one thing I thought was so cool <clears throat> earlier, and let me see if I can uh, – uh, let's see. Yeah, it's been a great, great show. Let me talk about Mr. Ken Kenny when he called in. That was a great interview, great segment. One thing I liked was <clears throat> now, I ain't never been down that far south in Florida, but uh, <clears throat> I've been I've been to Florida pretty good ways, not that far. But that'd be a cool racetrack to go to. I liked how he said if he I don't know if Mr. Kenny's still listening, but I liked how he said that they got sugarcane plants. I mean, with your farms all around the racetrack. I got an idea for you, Miss Kenny. I don't know. Uh, I'm a root beer connoisseur. I drink root beer. I can tell you which one's good, which one ain't. I collect root beer bottles from every one that I drink. Wouldn't it be so cool if you had the funds to come up with a root beer named after the racetrack, and it would be a local grown root beer with real pure cane sugar, and that would be cool as grips. That'd be another way to make profit for the racetrack, and then have the racetrack's name on the root beer. That'd be cool as grips. I'd be running off for redneck. But anyways, <clears throat> so <clears throat> I'm in bookface jail. So if anybody needs me, they'll have to message me. That's the only thing they'll let me do. But uh, I'll be in at Deep South Speedway this weekend. If they don't rain out, I pray they don't rain out because. <clears throat> when they had the Forever 51 <clears throat> scheduled early in the year, it kept saying 80% rain, and I know because I watched my weather bug app, and it kept saying 80% rain, 80%. And they had to cancel the race because they had tons of drivers coming from out of state, all these other states, whatever. And it never rained a drop. That's just, what the cow crap, Batman. So <clears throat> that's just the way it rolls. I mean, it's South Alabama weather. It's like, you know, it's crazy, man. So there's no way they could have predicted that. They did the right thing by canceling because it kept saying 8% all week. So <clears throat> this weekend, it's showing 80% rain, whatever, 70, whatever, this weekend. They had to cancel tonight's practice, which they did the right thing because largely got a lot of rain, as well as where I worked at today. So, <clears throat> and <clears throat> I'm hoping... If this rain blows away, does exactly like it did when they when they had to cancel that Forever 51. I'm hoping the good Lord answers prayers and blesses us with a good weekend of racing. It pushes that rain right on out. And please, nobody make like an Indian and do a rain dance. Dead gummit. I don't need a bunch of Indians out there doing a rain dance this weekend. I'm going to go racing. 
So uh, maybe there's a you can do a reverse Indian rain dance. How about that? Uh, anyway, so Friday night they got the singers, the bombers on schedule. Man, that's cool as grits, man. Two classes I really love. Uh, <clears throat> shout out to my friend Timothy Worthington at Worthington Paint. Uh, if you need your house painted, your barn painted, whatever you need painted, contact my friend Timothy Worthington on Facebook, and his phone number is listed on Deep's House Facebook. You can find his business card on Deep's House Facebook. He is sponsoring the Stingers this weekend, and he had some help. So hopefully they get to race the Stingers, because it's been a while since the Stingers have raced the Deep's House. And the Stingers bring a good car count. They, they bring anywhere from 10 to 15 cars every race, seems like. And I want to see my friend Cameron Cannell do good. There's a lot of good singer drivers in the area. Y'all come on out and support local racing. Hopefully they don't rain out. And so, and then also they have the heats, the qualifying, the whole nine yards to get ready for the big race Saturday. And they have street stocks. Uh, you know what? Let me pull up. Let me pull up Deep South Facebook, and I will read you the payouts for this weekend. So let's see. Deep South Speedway there is Deep South. Man, I wish I wouldn't have booked such channel, man, but it, it is what it is. All right, so all right, there's tonight's practice rained out. So let me scroll on back. Yeah, Worthington Painting and Repair. So here's Timothy's phone number if you need your house painted, 251-243-8773. Look up Timothy, need your house painted around the Lockley area. He's the best, good friend of mine. So shout out, Timothy. All right, so this weekend, they're celebrating our independence and dirt track racing. What better place to be than these South Speedway? All right, modified, $3,000 to win, event plus 604 late models, 1500 to win, street stocks, 1500 to win, factory stocks, 1000 to win, and pure stocks, 1000 to win. Holy cow crap, Batman, that's a lot of freaking money, man. You better be at these South Speedway. If you got a race car, you better be at these South Speedway this weekend. That's a lot of money. And, uh... And Modified is, of course, this weekend, the Modifieds are the main show. $3,000 to win. My goodness, it's going to be Modifieds out the woodwork. If they don't have 20, 30 Modifieds for $3,000 to win, something wrong. And uh, I know these fuel prices are ridiculous, man. Ga- gas is higher than draft ears. And I don't know, some guy changed, man, because a lot of people are just not making it to the track because of fuel prices. But hopefully it's going to start going down some more. And I'm excited about this weekend. Tri-County Speedway canceled this weekend, so they're not racing. And <clears throat> i got to give a shout-out. I don't know if he wants his name mentioned, but I- I'm going to say it anyways. i got to give a shout-out to Dan. So he got Mr. Billy and Ryan to promote the fuel arrestor on their Facebook Live last night. Y'all have no idea what that means to me. That was really, really huge. Me and Robbie appreciate that. We really do. Mr. Billy and Ryan are great people. They run a top-notch facility racetrack. And I and, and if you go back and watch their live show from last night where they shout the fuel arrestor out and me and Robbie, thank you all so much. That really means a lot. I, I had no idea they was going to do that. And Mr. Billy has been helping me promote it at the racetrack. So that was really, really cool. That That's a blessing from God right there. So drivers, y'all holler at me. We want to talk, like I talked last week after my friend Cameron Goldsworthy came on. Fuel safety should be number one. And don't make excuses why you can't be safe in your race car. 
you know, and and and, and don't tell me say, well, it's got to be if it's uh, if a track makes it mandatory, then I'll buy it. Well, why should it have to be mandatory for you to buy something that'll save your life in racing? That just sounds so stupid to me. But anyways, so check out the fuel racer this weekend. I'll be taking victory lane pictures. Uh, still ain't got my camera fixed. I checked on the part for my camera. It's on back order. It sucks. I got to find, if anybody's got any camera tips, all it is is a little door is broken on the bottom of my camera, and it fell apart. And I can buy a new one, 20 bucks. No problem. It's just on back order. So maybe there's an aftermarket. Maybe my camera friends, you know, I can talk to Mr. Eddie or somebody. Maybe they know of something aftermarket I can put on there that would work for my Olympus camera. I'm ready to get back to taking pictures at the racetrack, man. But I'll get some uh, pit pictures. I'll get victory lane pictures. And I won't be able to go live and interview drivers, sadly, because of my Facebook situation. But anyways, it's going to be a lot of fun racing this weekend. Come see the fuel arrestor. Buy one for your car. I've already got one sold. Let's sell another one. Let us sell you safety at Race Safer Fuel Arrestor. Look us up on Facebook at Race Safer Fuel Arrestor. And... Uh, just come on out and have a good time this weekend. And they got so many big races coming up um, for all our local tracks, Tri-County and Deep South. And, of course, Deep South has the Forever 51, and it's going to be the weekend of July 30th, three nights. And they had to cancel it twice to rain. So, again, somebody made like an Indian and did a rain dance. You know, just don't do that. Don't do it that weekend because I want to go to racetrack. And, uh, but yeah, that's a lot of fun going to the Forever 51 Chandler Shaw Memorial. Um, you know, I only got to meet Chandler twice and I met him when he won the duels and Dixie races, uh, that Friday night and Saturday night. I was there for all those two nights of racing at the duels and Dixie a few years ago. And that was awesome. I got to meet him to see how happy he was winning those two races was really cool, man. And, uh, I like I like to see people happy when they run, win the races, man. Like, like for instance, when I saw Sean Goodwin dominate all those big-name street stock drivers at Deep South a few weeks ago, man, when Sean Goodwin won, what really impressed me was how happy he was that he won the race. Now, I've never personally met him until that night, but he was dancing, he was jumping around, hooting and hollering, and if you go and look at my pictures, you will see him grinning like a possum in victory lane. And one of the cool, coolest pictures I got was when my friend Mitch Kachara, the announcer, was interviewing Sean, and he's grinning like a possum as Mitch is interviewing him. His mouth is wide open that picture, and you see that checkered flag flying. I like people to get that excited and happy when you win. I'm going to be one of those people, and I keep saying one, one day I'm going to give him a risk card. When I get one, I don't care how many races I win. I'm going to be just that excited, man. Like, like That's like when I enter car shows with my, my pickup truck. I win a car show. I don't care how many I win. I still I still get just as excited as the first time and, that I won. And, you know, I love seeing drivers excited because sometimes you'll see them, eh, it's just another win. Do what? Come on, man. You just want to race, man. It's not that easy to do, especially at Deep South Speedway. Come on now, so preach. But uh, uh, and then of course, I don't know. I just, I just, I get fired up. I get excited. I get excited about racing in general. I ask whatever. Let me go to Tri County Speedway's page and look at their 
Let's see, Tri-County Speedway. Man, that Modified Mania they've been doing up here at Tri-County Speedway, man. They've been bringing Modifieds out to Woodworks. Look, IMCA Modifieds, racing UMP Modifieds. Man, that's cool as grits to see an IMCA Modified race a UMP. Now, if you got the budget, you can whoop a UMP all day long with an IMCA Modified. That's if you got the budget. And usually a UMP is going to outclass them, but, hey, you never know. And I, I've been enjoying the mix of IMCA Mods from Florida coming and racing the, the big boys with the UMPs at Tri-County. And today, family, has been, man, they've been doing a jam-up good job with that. So let's look at their Facebook here. All right, this is what they posted Monday. Sneak peek of what to look forward to in the month of July. We'll be making our own fireworks. Great racing. More details to come. Thank you to all our sponsors. All right, so July 2nd, they had to cancel the races. No races. Uh, July 16th, 602 late models, $600 to win. Pure socks, 500 Woo, goodness. And then July 30th, Modified Mania is back. $2,000 to win. on man. Woo, makes me want to get a modified and go up there and race for $2,000, son. And then we got uh, the Bombers, $500 to win. Man, Bombers, that better be Bomber drivers come all the way from from New York to race for $500. That's a lot of money for a daggone bomber class, man. Come on, man. Let's, let's go get some racing on. And uh, I, I love the Bombers, man. And uh, that'd be a class I'd eventually get into. But when I get when I get in that race car, it's gonna be a stinger to start out. I love watching the bombers. And one thing I used to love, I used to love about Tri County. They hadn't done it in a while, but every time the bomber class would come out, they would play the theme song to the Sanford and Son show. And you know, Fred Fred G Sanford, the G stands for going goodbye. He would, they would always play the theme song to that show as the bombers would come out on the track. <laughs> That's awesome, man. That that fits, man, because you basically go to a junkyard, find you a, a junked-out car or whatever, paint it how you want it, do what you want to as far as paints and looks, and then and then you and, and it's got to have a 350 or a Ford or a Dodge equivalent, and put a roll cage in it and go race. Everything has to be stopped. And I think they got it now where you can add racing wheels but or you can use the sock wheels. But that's a fun, fun class. It's the cheapest, affordable class you can get into besides the Stinger car. And the Swamp, they put on a good show. And now the Bomber class is so big, they race them in Northwest Florida. They race them at Southern Raceway. Deep South races them. And I got to give a shout-out to my friend Josh Cooley at 316 Construction. He sponsors the bomber class at Deep South Speedway at 316 Construction. So y'all be sure, and if you've got any kind of construction work done, needs done around Baymanette, Logsley, that area, you hit up Josh up. He'll get, he'll get you fixed up. And go watch the bombers race at all these tracks, man, because that's a fun, fun class anybody can get into. If you're an old man, you can get out there and race. If you're a young kid, you can get out there and race a bomber. And, you know, there are really no restrictions except for you have to be, uh, if you're if your racer has been racing a long time, you have to be out of a car. I think I think it's like two years, something like that. Somebody might want to correct me on that, but you have to be out of a car for at least two years before you can give it a step down to the Bombers. But uh, And then, of course, you got the new class at Tri-County Speedway, the Iron Horse Light Models, and uh, that class is awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing my buddy Jamie Mazingo in Victory Lane 
and uh, he he's coming for y'all. We know we know Joshua Day and Chuck Day are the front runners, and of course you got uh, you got so many other good drivers in that class, man. So Shannon Martin, Shannon Martin, shout out Shannon Martin. So y'all watch out that 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 forty eight M is gonna come to the front one of these days, maybe hopefully before the season's over. So. But yeah, I gotta give a shout out to the Day family. They they put on awesome, awesome races at that facility. And of course, like I always talk about, what other racetrack can you go to? Well, you walk inside, sit down under air conditioning, buy your food at the Pit Cafe or whatever it's called, and uh, watch the races. That's that's cool as grits. That's right off of Redneck Buddy Road, cause. Like, you go buy your food, sit down with the air conditioner blowing on you, watch the races from inside. To, that is cool, man. I think more tracks should start doing something like that. And Because and, thank goodness they do that because them daggum mosquitoes, man. If you ain't got no mosquito spray, like I say, them mosquitoes will touch you off. So you better not eat your food outside that racetrack. You better eat inside that building and them mosquitoes going to look. They they laugh at mosquito spray when you spray on up there. I can promise you that. <laughs> And uh, we just got to – all right, got any questions for me, already? No, man, I'm enjoying listening to you talk. Uh, we've got a lot of good things going on over there at Deep South, Tri-County, oh. and, the, and the mosquitoes well, are always biting. I'm fired up, buddy. I, I'm actually up here at the Grove Hill Municipal Park. We're about to shoot fireworks. And you know us rednecks, we love fireworks and and, and – Watch if you're around Grove Hill, come to the fireworks show at the park in front of my house there. But uh, in fact, I forgot to mention. Speaking of fireworks and rednecks, Dickens South Speedway gonna be blasting off fireworks this weekend, and that's gonna be pretty awesome to see fireworks shot off at the racetrack. So, I love watching fireworks shows at the racetrack. I, I love going to the one that Why Not does all the time when they shoot fireworks up there. That is cool as grits, man. And uh. You know, it's just something to get. It's something else extra to get the people involved. And you know, speaking of getting people involved, so I like that discussion you and Mr. Kenny had earlier about, and he 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 mentioned it was a national thing about people not knowing there's a racetrack there. So we have to come up with something to where people know there's a racetrack there. Facebook's cool. And, you know, Facebook has different ways. You know, if you can afford it, you can sponsor a post and uh, or buy a post, whatever you call it. But anyways, when you do that, when you sponsor an ad on Facebook, it gives you options because I've done this before. It gives you options, and it lets you pick your target audience, what area. It even lets you pick age, you know, restriction, whatever. But you pick your area if you're a racetrack, and you spend a little extra money, however much you want to spend on that ad, and you boost that post, and it shows up just for people that like that kind of stuff, that's in that area, whatever area you select, and then it shows up as the first post on their Facebook feed, and that really helps. And then another thing that really helps, too, because I've got 11 Facebook pages that I run in six groups, and that's a lot to keep up with. I, I, I that's, like, that's like a coon dog trying to trying to chase a coon on an old track. It's just hard to keep up with. So we, one of the things that I noticed is you have to promote and post every single day on your Facebook page if you're a racetrack. So many times I see racetracks 
go four or five days without posting a thing to update anybody with anything. I don't care if it's sharing a past post just to get people interested because it's so hard for people to see and read posts on Facebook because they limit who sees what because it's just the way Facebook is now. The, the limit and reach what people see is not like what it used to be. So you have to find ways to beat that at least post once a day, even if it's just a picture of the racetrack or, or or if you're a Christian like me, you post a Bible verse, you know, and uh, just something to keep the fans updated because I've seen it time and time again, and I, I don't name tracks because I ain't like that, but I see it time and time again where a track could go five or six days without posting anything. That does not do your fans any good does not do the drivers any good. You have to keep them updated all the time. And something i got to give a shout-out to Terry Sanders that came on. One thing I like about Jackson Motor Speedway is they go live on Facebook, and they go live all the time going to the track, after the track. They update the fans with what happened at the races. They talk about it. They joke around. I wish more tracks did that more often. And then, and then i and then I got to give a shout-out to Deep South they started going live on Wednesdays, and that's really cool to keep their fans updated. Uh, Mr. Billy and Ryan and uh, Dan, they go live at the racetrack, and that's really cool to keep the fans updated. And they tell them what's going on with this weekend's races, whatever. And then something else that you can do if you do a live feed like that where you, you know, uh, take, do a question and answer session with the people commenting and watching. The more you get those fans involved and engaged, even the drivers, the more they have respect for you and the more they'll say, hey, they really care to think what, to ask me what my feedback is. Why don't we go support them? Hey, tell so-and-so, let's go race from there, here this weekend instead of there. And, uh, you know, just small things like that. If you Like if you just just reading somebody's comment and saying, hey, you know, I like what you're saying or whatever, or if they have a question question for them, try to answer the question on live or whatever. That's really cool. You don't want to wait after the live till after the live is over because a lot of times people don't get notifications that somebody has replied to their comment. Oh, it's better to do it live when you know they're watching, it's fresh, whatever. And that's just some another tip in my media world or, or uh, not media world, but what do you call it, uh, social media. Because I run, I run a lot of different social medias, and I give you all kind of tips on how to do stuff. And so and y'all go out and support your local tracks this weekend. Tell your grandmother, your auntie, your uncle, your, your redneck cousin from another mother, you tell everybody about your local tracks. Because it's sad to hear people say, well, I didn't know there was a racetrack there. What the crap? You live in the same area? You don't know there's a racetrack there? So the more promoting, the more advertising you can do to tell people about your local racetrack, the better. Even and, and even if it's, if a track can afford it, do radio ads. A lot of them do that. TV commercials. Or reach out to your local TV stations. Like, for instance, up here, we have Fox 10. We have... Uh, CB, uh, shoot, Fox 10, WKRG, which is CBS, and then you got WPMI 15, which is NBC. You got all these local news stations around Mobile, whatever. Reach out to them, or like Blake Brown, for instance, WKRG. 
reach out to him and say, hey, come out to my racetrack. You want to do a, you want to do a story? We'll do a story about this. Or, or his idea for Deep South. Maybe Mr. Billy's listening. I don't know. But, but reach out to all these uh, TV stations and say, hey, we have this Chandler Shaw Memorial race coming up. What, what better idea than to come to a newscast and do a story at our racetrack about this big race coming up? Because, you know, Chandler was a great guy. He passed away. A lot of people liked him. He was real, you know, just one of those uh, guys that, was, you know, everybody loved to come out and do a story on it. Even something like that would be cool. Uh, media outlets like us uh, have me and Artie when, when you see us at the racetrack. Of course, one thing I love doing is going live and interviewing drivers. I love doing that. And if I had like a Bluetooth micro, uh, a Bluetooth uh, mic, that would that would really help. But I love interviewing drivers like Kane. Me and Artie love interviewing Kane Long, uh, Kane's Warrior Kids. I just love finding drivers, especially ones that I know, and interviewing them about the race. And and you know, if you catch them before the race, they're in a good mood, they're happy. Uh, you know, getting ready to go racing, and they tell you about the car of the season. So I love doing stuff like that. So. Uh, any little small things like that mean a big difference, especially these drivers that aren't well known, don't have a big budget. So, all right, Jerry, um, go ahead and then give me hey. your final words. And, hey, um, hey, I got something for Jerry. Oh, so, okay. Yes. Hold on, y'all, 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 y'all chill out just a second. Hold on. Okay. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for all your blessings. You said, "In all things, give thanks." So we want to thank you tonight for these mighty machines that you brought before us. Thank you for the Dodges and the Toyotas. Thank you for the Fords. And most of all, we thank you for Roush and Yates partnering to give us the power that we see before us tonight. Thank you for GM Performance Technology and the R07 engines. Thank you for Sunoco Racing Fuel and Goodyear Tires that bring performance and power to the track. Lord, I want to thank you for my smoking hot wife tonight, Lisa. My two children, Eli and Emma, or as we like to call them, the little E. Lord, I pray a blessing drivers and use them tonight. May they put on a performance worthy of this great track. In Jesus' name, boogity, 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 amen. <laughs> so... We 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 dug that one out. Uh, I'll have to give credit to Craig for that one. Uh, but uh, yeah, that, uh, I thought she'd get a kick. Look, out of that, Craig. Jerry. Look, I've seen that video. I've seen that video at least three or four times, and I and it seems like I watched that race when they did that. And then I I seen it on my Facebook feed the other day, and I about fell out when I saw it again. That is rated R for redneck, but that preacher was on fire, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah, but he okay. sure was. Jimmy. He sure was. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you played that. That was epic. Uh, so before I get off, I want to tell everybody, God loves you. Jesus saves. We had revival this week in my church. We had Shannon Knight at revival, and let me tell you, he had us on fire for the Lord. We want to tell everybody about Jesus. You know, I'm one of those people. I want to go every day and tell everybody about Jesus because. I don't want anybody to die and go to hell, basically. I want everybody to see Jesus, all these race car drivers, a lot of lost race car drivers out there. So holler at me if you want to know more about this awesome Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And before I get off, so I got a question for Chris and Artie. So what do you all call Jesus working out? 
I don't All right, know. you give up? All right. Uh, Jehovah Fitness. <laughs> oh, no, no, he didn't. <laughs> Jehovah's Fitness. All right, then. Got him. All right. Got him. Bye. Right, see you. Man, what are we going to do with that Mr. Hudson? All right, y'all, that is Jared Hudson with the South Alabama Report. I had to cut him off. Yeah, everything else report. Um, uh, Good talk there. Uh, I I like how he gets excited about racing, and uh, that's that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Uh, And I I guess that's it for us. Uh, Tune in next week for another great show. Uh, Each and every Thursday night, we'll be right here live on the 110, and um, we'll see y'all then um, this weekend. Uh, if you're on the supporter page, you're going to get some racing this weekend. We're going to have somebody at Jackson, and uh, we're going to have somebody at um, Deep South um, taking some pictures maybe or something. Uh, we, got, we got some things going on. Uh, I will be at a race sometime this weekend. I'm probably going to be at uh, Sunday. I'm probably going to go to the MAG uh, and do the MAG on Sunday. So uh, that's going to be my pretty much my one race and done for the weekend. Um, this weekend coming up. So um, that is the plan. Uh, I might wind up in South Florida. You never know. Um, things things could happen, you know, and, and things can change. So uh, um, become a supporter on the page. It's only four nine out a month. You can't beat that. Um, we get more and more content as we go. Uh, I have eight GoPros now, so we're fixing to start putting these GoPros out around the tracks and taking videos of the races from the GoPros and um, – from different angles. So uh, it's going to get exciting here in the next few months. Um, we just spent $2,000 on a brand-new camera. Um, this camera is top of the line. It is the big dog of big dogs, and uh, I cannot wait to get it in and learn it, learn it, and then get out there at the track and start recording these races. Uh, I just bought a $1,800 camera. I got it here at the house. Uh, still learning that one, and I got another $2,000 camera coming in um, next It'll probably be another month or so before we get to here. But uh, it's exciting time here for Southern Dirt Track Report. Uh, we are getting some big cameras and some big things and some big and some big deals going on. So um, that's what it's all about. And at the end of the day, become a supporter, four nine nine a month, uh, and catch all the races right there on our supporter page. Uh, we'll have we'll have Jackson on there. Uh, we'll have Amber filming at Jackson this weekend. Um, uh, she'll have all the features up on the supporter page. I will be at Magnolia uh, for the USCS Sprint Car Series race on Sat on Sunday. Um, Saturday, I might be um, at Riverside in um, um, West Memphis, Arkansas. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. This weekend, I might just stay home. Uh, a lot of things going on at the home front. But uh, if, I, if I'm at a race, it's either going to be Saturday night at Riverside and or Sunday or or Sunday at um the mag um tomorrow uh, Friday night I might wind up at Five Flags Speedway uh I don't know there's a couple of things I want to go do and have fun so I don't know we'll see what happens we'll see we'll see how it plays out but as of now uh we'll be somewhere somewhere somehow we'll be somewhere so I gotta get off of here because my phone is about to be dead it's at like five percent so we about to shut down so. Um, that is it for the show here tonight. Y'all check us out on Facebook at Southern Dirt Track Report on Facebook. And also check out the um, 
110 Nation. Got a pretty cool show on Mr. CJ Sports on Monday. Race Chat Live on Tuesday. Jay Dillon Show on Sundays. Southern Dirt Track Report Show right here on Thursday nights. So a whole lineup of great shows. If you like podcasts, press play, listen, and, and, and go do work or whatever you need to do. Put us in the background of your daily routine and listen to our shows. The shows are top-notch here on the 110. That's it, y'all. We are done here tonight. We'll see y'all next week with new guests and new um, things. Uh, next week, we're going to try to do something different on this podcast show, so you might want to tune in. Um, we are going to do um, something a little different next week, and you'll, we'll get you in tune um, next Thursday. First thing, we'll tell you what's going to happen. And um, I think it's going to work, and, and um, we're going to do some kind of regional thing. So um, y'all check us out next week, Thursday, for sure. It's going to be a great show. All right, y'all, that is it. Chris, hit me with some music, and we'll see y'all next Thursday right here, same place, same time, right here on the 110 Nation. Just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.